Good morning, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. We dedicate this class, our brothers and sisters, the Holy Land, all the wounded be healed, and all the hostages be released. And brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, especially on the front line, and the Lenishmas, Ab Nachman, Ben Ab Moshe, Fushlema, Fapel, Basmiriam. So we left off in the first chapter of Abba we left off in the bottom of 6b. So Akiva says, we learned yesterday an argument of Ishmael of Akiva. That when you have to, you do damage. When your property does damage, when you do damage, you have, your damage, you have to pay. Or any damage you do, you have, you have to pay. If you pay, you're not paying cash, you're paying with property. You have to pay from the choices of your property. Rabbi Shmuel says it means the choices of the the damagee's property, and Rabbi says the choices of the damager's property. And um, and then he says how much more so for hectish. Now the gemaras we started learning, analyzing. What do you mean hectish? If your animal gores hectares, you're exempt. The Torah says you're only liable if you gore, if your animal damages uh, privately owned, uh, someone else's privately owned animal. Or, but if you damage a property, uh, an that belongs to hectares, you don't have to pay anything. What do you mean? How, where's their payment for hectares that you have to pay hectares? You know, the choices, the top of the line. So you have to say, two lines from the bottom, 6B, if someone makes a pledge, $100, I'm pledging $100 to the temple treasury, and if you don't, you don't have cash, so the, the, the Bezdin treasury comes and collects from your choices property. But why? We should only be like someone who owes money. We know if you owe money, if you commit, if you owe someone money, you have to pay them in, in the middle property, not your best property, your choice property. So, so if you owe the temple treasury, why should it be any different than if you owe someone else, someone privately? If you want to say, we're continuing on seven days. Maybe Rabbi Kiva holds that every every debtor, has to pay the creditor, has to pay from his choices property. Even if you say that. But but you can ask that Hegdish is different. Reason why why you have to pay the choices, because if you do damage, if he wasn't your creditor, if he was the damagee, you would have to pay, the Torah says you have to pay from the choices. So therefore, if you owe money, if you're, if you're, if he's, he's your creditor, the debtor has to pay also from the choices of his field, of his property. But in the case of Kiddush, of Hegdish, where the Torah says if you damage ox that belongs to Hegdish, you don't have to pay anything. Maybe if you owe Hegdish money, if you pledged and you owe them, you, should, you shouldn't be obligated to pay from your choices. Maybe it's enough if you pay from your worst property. You can offload of Hector, you can give them that the, the, the drunk property that you got in the sweepstakes, <laughs> in the, the Pokemon, <laughs> the useless property. Sigmarus says, Really, we're talking about the Nagach Turu Di Dama Turu Di We're talking about if our axe gourd, an axe that belongs to the temple treasure. The Kakashalach of the Taylor says, that you're only liable to pay damages if you damage someone else's privately owned ox, but not if it belongs to the temple treasury. His opinion is that but an ox of hegdish that gores a private ox, privately owned ox, exempt. 
You don't have to pay anything. But traditional head is not a traditional hagdish. But if a, if a privately owned ox, gores, the ox that belongs to the temple treasury, ben tam, ben mood. Doesn't matter if the privately owned ox is a tam, is innocent. He never gored before. It's the first time, or the first three times that he's goring in his life. Mishalom, you have to pay full price. On the contrary, we're stricter. So the, that, that's what he's saying. And when you pay, when you're obligated to pay the full damage, when you pay, you pay from the choices of his fields. If that's the case, Rabbi Shmov, Rabbi Kiva, might be this in this. The Buddha is the Mazakligi. Rabbi agrees with the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Sheril Re'eyo, that this law applies, of Goring only applies if it's privately owned. But he learns, we're talking about. We're talking about if the if, if he does damage, if the, the one the axe is doing damage belongs to the hagdish, you don't have to pay anything. And he, he damages a privately owned axe, you don't have to pay your exempt. But if you dam if your axe damages axe that belongs to the temple, you have to pay full price. It's coming to explain that according to Shimonazi, you have to pay, you have to pay he holds like Shimonazi, you have to pay choices. As if that's the case, if that's how you explain it. But Rabbi Kiva says, So why do you have to make an argument? What do you have to say? What compels you to say? Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel argue. If that's the case, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Mai, Rabbi Rabbi Buddha's in the Mazik, how do you know they're arguing? Whether you pay the choices of the Nizik, meaning if the choices of the damagee is equivalent to your worst property, that's good enough. And Rabbi Shukiba says, no, you have to pay. You have to pay the choices of the damager. You follow, you follow the, the damager. How do you know that? Maybe, perhaps, really everyone holds. Rabbi Kiba also agrees with Rabbi Shmuel that you pay the best, means the best, the highest quality land, the equivalent of the highest quality land that the damagee owns. It could be it's your worst property and that's good enough. They're arguing in the argument of The only argument is if your privately owned ox damages the ox that belongs to the temple treasury, do you have to pay? According to Rabbi Shmuel, you don't have to pay at all. And according to Rabbi Kiva, you do have to pay. The mother answers, no, you can't say that. If that's against my Lebakas. What's Rabbi Kiva saying? What's Rabbi Kiva adding? He's saying, he's arguing with Rabbi Shmuel that the Pasuk only comes to say the best. He's agreeing with Rabbi Shmuel, the best. And you're saying everyone holds the best means the best of the damage, not the best of the damage. How is this a Kavachaymer? How much more so in Hegdish? says, if you're going to say, Rabbi Kiva says, that the Pasuk only comes to say you collect from the best. And he's referring to the best of who? The best of the damagee. He's agreeing with Rabbi Yishmol. So the Pasuk is coming to be lenient. You don't have to pay your top property, Madison Avenue, Park Avenue, Fifth Avenue property. You can give him the best. If it's the best property, it's a bungalow in the, in the, in the Catskills, that's fine. You give him the best, the equivalent, and he's happy. So what's Kabbalah Chaim Hektish? How much more so Hektish? 
That means you're being strict. You're coming to be strict. If we're being strict in the case of Nezikin, how much more so? In the case of Hector, you have to be strict. He's not being strict. He's coming to be lenient. Saying that Hector, like Shemibbenasi, is being strict. That even if he's a Tam, you have to pay the full damage. It's, it's a castle. It could be a castle on the spot. It spells it out. says the Pasuk means refers to the best, the best, the highest quality of the damage. He spells it out clearly, unequivocally. You can't, you can't misinterpret it. Best, the best of the damage. Best vineyard of the damage. Okay. So that, that's what Rabbi is saying. Rabbi is being strict, and he's coming to say that he, that you follow, even if the even if the worst worst property of the damager. Is considered for the damage. Is considered like top, the top notch of his property. The trade is coming to be strict. It's not good enough. You're going to have to pay your best property, your best, your your prized property. You're going to have to pay. And he says, how much more so in Hegdish? How much more so Hegdish, which is even more strict. Because Hegdish, even if your axe is a tam, you also pay full price. How much more so? You're going to have to pay the Hegdish, your choices property. If your axe damages the axe that belongs to the temple treasury, you're going to have to pay that property. Your choices property. says, The best of your fields, the best vineyard you shall. Only the best, not anything else. But Vatanya, we learn this addresses your question. It says, It says that the owner of the pit, you, drew, you made a pit, you dug a pit, you dug an obstacle, and someone fell and hurt themselves in your pit, someone else's axe, or person. You have to pay money. You shall pay Kesev, pay money to the owner. Why does he say Yashiv return? The Nabis comes to add Shove Kesev. Anything that has a value of Kesev doesn't have to be money, coin, coinage, it ha- currency. It's, it's anything that's worth money. I feel a subin. Even the, the, the leftover of the wheat. I'll give you a toilet paper. Okay, I mean, during COVID, toilet paper is very <laughs> precious, but <laughs> I'll give even toilet paper, anything that has a value, I can give. It's my prerogative. That's when the pastor comes out, even though it's terrible. You say, well, what am I going to do with this tons and tons of toilet paper? What do you want me to do with it? I'm, not, I'm sorry. Sell it. It's your problem. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a whole household full of salt. What am I going to do with that? Here's the tater saying, give him the best. Here's the tater saying, I can give him junk. See, mother says, like cash. It's not a, con- not a contradiction. Is If he agrees, no. If he comes to pay on his own, then he can pay whatever he wants. But Khan, we're talking about Bakarche. If the court has to force him to pay, if the court has to force him to pay, then hey, you have to pay the, your choices property. But if you're coming and you you take responsibility and you pay, it's your prerogative. 
a proof for this. They cannot be. I'll prove it to you that this is a correct interpretation. It says, Yishalem means you force him. You force him to pay. Like we find the same expression by the by the Ganif. He has to pay double. When does a Ganif have to pay double? Not if he comes clean. If he's forced. The court forces him. There's witnesses and he forced. So it says Yishalem also means when he's forced to pay. said to Ula, the son of does it say Yishulem? Does it say he will get paid through others, through the court, through the, through the uh, intermediary of the court? Yishalim siv, meaning midaitim mashma, he comes and pays willingly. Elam rabbi, rather rabbi answers, kidamar. The answer is, like Rabbi explained the b'raise, tani ulam the b'raise, harei shayili batim sadas akram. Who is allowed to take uh, gifts from the poor? Maiser ani. Every every on the third year, and on the fifth year, and the, the third year, and on the sixth year, instead of the second miser, which you take up to Jerusalem, you have to give to the ani, the poor person. Who's qualified to take? Who's qualified to get tzedakah? Who's qualified to take tzedakah? Miser ani. So you have to have you have two hundred dollars. In your pocket, you're not an ani, you're not allowed to take. So the Bible says, A person had, he owned property, homes, fields, vineyards that were worth 200 zuz. But but he can't sell it. He can only sell it for less than 200. He doesn't, can't find any buyer. In the market, he can't get 200, 200 zuz. living in a quasi-barter Yeah, yeah. So you're allowed to feed him, Till up the amount of half the worth of his of his property, which is a hundred, a hundred zuz. In other words, yeah, let him sell his property for undervalue, and he can collect a hundred zuz. So at the end of the day, he's going to get his, his, his full two hundred between his property and between the tzedakah. Okay. So the question was, Rabbi asked in the Brayse what are we talking about? If property went, it was, it was, if there was a depression and property became devalued, not only his, the whole property, the whole real estate market crashed. He doesn't have 200 zuz. What's the problem? He's, he's entitled to take, I can give him a thousand dollars worth of my Sironi, of food stamps. He doesn't have, he doesn't have, he has less than the 200. He's a pauper. The whole world every, became cheap for everyone, became the, the value deflated for everyone. Ella, rather, Ella, we're talking about a case though, you can add this to the Kulam. For everyone else, the property was, was 200. But his property, the value, was deflated. Why? Because I died, not because since everyone knows he's desperate to sell, he's a desperate seller. So everyone, the word got out. So if no one's going to buy from him, everyone will wait. He's desperate. He needs the cash. So his his property is not selling. Will sell for less. It's selling for less than two hundred. If that's the case, I feel it put it in If that's the case, you shouldn't even give him a dime, a cent, a penny of food stamps of my because his property is worth two hundred. It's self-inflicted. Who's asking him to to, to for, Who's asking him to force? Who's forcing him to sell? 
We only need this. Not the bride is talking about in the spring. Property goes up. Everyone's going to the Hamptons, so there's more demand for his property. Everyone comes back home. You do a lot of in the fall or the winter. The property deflates in value. The cool alma not to the Nissan is alma. Everyone waits till Nissan and sells it to Nissan. They want to get the top dollar. The high oil he needs money. So therefore, he he has to sell it in the market today when it's cheap. He's selling it in the fall. So therefore, that's the question. Since in the six months from now the property will be worth two hundred dollars, he can't call him a poor person. On the other hand, he can't say he's, he's, he's totally rich either because he needs the money now. He doesn't have six months to wait. Right now, it's less than 200. So that's what, that's what the Braise says. We like compromise. In other words, it's, it's, it's a, the property, the values deflate, but how much? Only 50%. Maximum will go down 50%. So therefore, the property is worth 100. He can collect Meiser exactly 100, not more. But it won't go down less than that. So we, between the property and we give him $100 a night, he has $200 in his pocket. So, so what's the question? Also, the same is with the damages. Really, the Tater says you should collect from the choices. But on the other hand, the Pasuk Yashiv comes to teach me. If, if the damage, he says to the damager. He says, Give me a little more. I'll take a little more property, but of lesser value. Not the choices property. I'll take more. I'm a lay. The mazik can tell them. If you're going to take the way the Torah says, the choices property, then take it according to the value today. Not the value that it will be six months from now. Below, and if not... You want average property? Take it according, we'll evaluate it according to what it will be worth in six months from now. That's what it means, Yashiv. Yashiv, you could even give him inferior, inferior property. Is not saying, doesn't have to tell us that if, if the damage insists, I don't want your best property, I want your better for me, your cheaper property. I can't handle the property, it's too, it's too, 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 too advanced for me. I, of course, he has a right to demand it. If the trader says you have to give him the best property, if he says I want the cheaper property, your inferior property, that goes without saying, of course, he, you give him what he wants. But the puzzle, what no, but the puzzle is coming to teach me is that. He wants, he's collecting the damages in the fall. And, but he wants inferior property. So the, the, so the Pasuk is telling me that the damager, one of the, the, the owner of the ox who did the damage can tell him, listen, if you're going to follow the Pasuk, you'll get the better. And I'll give it for what it's worth now. I have to give you more of my choice property because now the prices are deflated. It's in the fall. But if you want to change what the Torah says, you want to get 
if it's better for you to get the cheap, my inferior property, fine. But I'm going to give you according to the value it will be in six months from now. You're going to get less. That's what the Torah says. You give him junk. That's what he means by junk. Change it, it's on your dime. Then I'm going to get a better deal for myself. I'm going to give you according to the value it will be in six months from now. You're going to get less. So Maskelar Rav Achim says he's not, but Rav Achim doesn't like this. In Kenya, that's the case. Kudat the koychon shal nizokin esel beinus v'zibudis. It makes no sense. You're saying that if he collects inferior, he loses out. He gets less, and if he collected the choices, doesn't make sense. Rachman Amemetayda says the best. The Tayda is trying to the is trying to empower the damagee. They give him the best deal. Now you're telling me that no. If he wants less, he can try to explain that the, 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 the damager has an option. The damager has the option to tell him, if you're going to take, if you want to change what the Torah says, you're going to take lesser, inferior property, my inferior property, I'm going to give you, according to the valuation of six months, now he's going to give us. giving the guy a choice. But he can say, no, I'm going to follow the Torah. Oh, then, then, then I'll pay you the way it's now. I have to pay you the way it's now. So, but Rabbi Yaakov doesn't like that answer. He says, how could you say that? The Torah is trying to empower the damage, not to hurt the damage. That's why the Torah says you have to give him your fifth half in your property. So you're telling me if he, if he insists on taking inferior property, he's going to lose out? I'm going to value it according to the value of six months from now. It doesn't make sense. You're irresponsible. You're not watching your ox. We're going to take your choices property. It's a privilege to have to have such property. Rather, Amr Abach Yaakov he gives a, a different interpretation. We compare it to to a, a debtor. His his din is he has to pay he has to pay the the debtor has to pay the creditor from his average field, not the cheapest and not the best. But if the creditor says, the lender says, Give me, I would rather take your cheapest property, but give me a little more. The way it's worth now. In other words, give me more. The way, but the, the valuation of it, the valuation today. The borrower can say, the debtor can say, If you're going to take, take. Then I'll give you the way the price is now. You're going to get more. If you're lawyer, you want to change it. You want to get my inferior property. And if not, if you want my inferior property, you're going to pay the way it's worth six months from now. You're going to get less. So again, if that's the case, he has. It makes no sense. You're going to close the door before all the borrowers. No one's going to want to, who's going to want to lend? Who's going to want to lend to the borrower if you're going to j- jilt him out of, uh, out of his money? Let's say he says it's better for me to receive him for your property, and now suddenly you're giving me less. You're evaluating it like what it's going to be worth in six months from now, instead of evaluating it what it is today. The lender could say, I gave you money. Let's say I had the money in my hand. If I wasn't a nice guy, I didn't lend you the money. If I had the money, I could pay... I could buy with this money, I could buy the way it's worth now, what the market is demanding now. I could buy a much larger piece of land. Because I did you a favor, because I did you a favor, I was kind enough. No good deed goes unpunished. I'm getting less. 
Makes the, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to bother. Why should I lend you money? It's ridiculous. So I'm going to shut the door for all borrowers and lenders. I'm going to shut down the whole market. If you want to compare it to like Suvasisha with Amina, like a Suva. A woman collects the ksuva, the obligation of the husband, if he divorces her, if he dies from the estate, he collects from the worst property. If the woman says to him, I prefer your average property, and give me less, but the way it's worth now. You can tell her, if you're going to take according to your din. Which is the worst property? I'll give you the way the value of now. You'll get more. But the Eloi, if you want to collect the middle, the average property, you'll take according to what it's worth in six months from now. You're going to get less. And there, there is no argument. A woman wants to get married. Why is a woman collecting the Buddha? Because she wants to get married. She doesn't care. She'll get married either way. But nevertheless, the question remains. The, the Pusik, one hand, the Pusik says you have to pay the best, the choice. And then the Pusik says, I can give garbage, I can pay him with garbage. Some of the answer is called the Olav When I'm paying cash or movable items, everything I give is the best. Everything is the best. In other words, whatever you give him, give him the best. I'm giving him toilet paper, give him the best, the most expensive toilet paper there is. But the mother says, when Meitav Sadeik says, the best of the field. If you're saying the best is anything, I can give him anything, why doesn't it say Meitav? Why doesn't it say the best of the field? You're saying any payment that you give, anything that's equivalent of money, whatever I'm giving him, give him the best of that. It's not what the Pasuk says. Ella Radik Yasarab Papa Rabbi Shua, when they came from the, from, the, from the academy, from the yeshiva, from the Kailul, Pershua, they explained it. They called Mili Meitav. Anything that's movable is considered the best. There's always a need. Even garbage. Even waste is valuable if you find the right market. People make energy from waste, fertilizers. There's a need for anything. So when it comes to needs, so there's needles, whatever it is, there's a need for it. So it, it's the best. A person who needs it, who's looking for it, who's searching for it, this is the best thing. Earth. Earth, real estate, property that which is not movable. Hashem is not making more property. Property that 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 you can change. Pasuk said the lazy living made. You have to give them the best, your best property. In order to make it easier, the best field. In order to make it or a best house, whatever real estate property you have. In order that people to make it easier for the damage, you can sell it. If you're going to give him junk, you give him a, a hundred acres in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of nowhere, what's it going to do with it? Yes, it has a value, but it's a waste of time. The Torah wants to punish the damager and to make it easier in the damage. He can collect his damages. The Torah says, if you're paying with real estate, you have to give him the best, your best property. Let's just finish this after run. You have to run. He came from the place Akrenya. Yes, when the best then evaluates the property of the damager to collect the payment. But the question is Do we evaluate his best property 
he has numerous properties, we say your best property, Oi shall We look at the whole world, what the world considers choice property. Most people. So in this town, he has a house, everyone considers this is the choice property. Now he happens to have a palace also that we don't follow him, we follow the majority of people. Whatever in this market is considered the best property. I'll leave it with Rabbi Shemokhan, but no question. Somebody says, You evaluate the best of the Nizik, of the damage. So, of course, he gives him, of course, the damager gives him his worst property, which is like the best of the Nizik. That's not a question, which is like the majority of the world. The question is, He has to pay his best property. My, what's the din? Mate of Sadeyud, Amarachmana, Lemutid and Nizik. When the Taylor says the best of his field, does the Taylor mean to say excluding, not the best of the damage? Lemutid and Nizik, I don't know perhaps. Lemutid Almanami. Sadeyud means your best field. Even if you have a rear property which is way off the charts and it's like that, you have, that's all you have to give away. Well, no, it's enough. The best property in this town, everyone considers like choice property. That's good enough. You don't have to give him your crown jewel. That's the question. Baba answered the question. His best field. Clearly, not the best in the market. If he happens to have a property that's considered the best in the market, your best field. Your crown jewel. That's what you're giving away. The wants to punish him also. You're a julik. You let your animal run around being a wild animal. You're responsible. You know, we're going to take away your prize jewel. They'll ask you. We learn about Talking about a case, if a person has his, his, his ox gourd, or his animal did damage, or whatever, or he did damage, and he divorced, and he owes money. So usually we say, one second, usually we say that the, the woman collects from the worst property, the, 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 the creditor collects from the average property, and the damage he collects on the best property. What if he only has good property? He only has one category of property, the best of the best. So then all of them, all of them, the women, the wife, the, the creditor, all collect from the best. And the damage all collect from the needs. If he only has Beninus, average properties, Kulun gave him a Beninus, and they all collect from the Beninus. The Buddhists, Kulun gave him whatever he has, that's all he has. What if Hayali Idis of Beninus is the Buddhist, if he has all three? So then the Zakim be this, the damage he collects from the best, the credit of the So, question is what if he has Idis or Beninus? What if he only has two, two levels of property? The best and the average. So the Zakim be this, the damage he collects from the best. And then the, cre- the creditor and the woman collects the from the average. Buddhist, he only has average the Buddhist, and the Zakhna Balchayv Bainis, the damage and the creditor collect from the average. What if he only has, we continue on 8 8, what if he only has Idis with the Buddhist, the best, and only the best and the worst? So then the Zakhna, the damage collects the Idis, we don't bump him up. The creditor goes down and collects from the Ziburis. 
So what do we see from this Brayse? He only has average and the worst. So we say, the damage and the credit to collect from the Bainis. So we see Shabbos and the woman collects the silver from the worst. We are going to say, if going to say, that he collects from himself, the mate of Sadeo, his best field. So why? So then if that's the case, the Asa Benish, like it is, why do you call it Benish? His Benish is like, that's his best. So if that's the case, since that's his best, so the, the, the creditor should go and get, he shouldn't get this Benish, he shouldn't get his idiots, he doesn't collect from the best. The creditor doesn't collect from the best, the creditor collects from the middle. If he has three fields, there's a middle, he collects from the average, the middle. If not, he collects from the worst. So why does he? Why does he? Why does both the the damagee and the creditor collect from from the what you call average, which for him is his best field? So you must say we evaluate the field by the market, not his best. Of course. Continued. <laughs> we'll leave you in suspense.